And we both sort of came to this realization that, wow, we, we should start caring about what we're putting on our bodies right. as well as in our bodies. And, uh, you know, kind of looked at the market like, huh, there's <laughs> not really a lot of natural soap specifically for men, you know. Yeah. There's natural soap for um, maybe ambiguous and who it's for, what gender, but they're all kind of florally. Kind of launched the business then. That was four years ago. I've grown it now and we're really blessed to have a, an awesome business with great customers. Grab a cup of coffee, a notepad, and a pen. Coffee's for closers only. It's time to talk marketing. Stick around, pal. I still got a lot to teach you. Each week, we bring you some of the best marketing conversations with entrepreneurs who are outthinking, outperforming, and out-earning their competition. No frills, no fluff. And now your host, Jonathan Taylor. All right, welcome back to the show this week. I'm Jonathan Taylor, and here this week we are talking marketing with a very interesting company. I love the story because they are fulfilling a need out there in the marketplace, and that's one of the uh, key ingredients to any business success is identifying uh, an unfulfilled need in the marketplace. Today I'm talking with AJ Fountain. He is the co-owner of Dr. Squatch, and uh, this company makes something that you would typically think that's nah, pretty good. Not really, not anything special about it. I mean, it's soap. This company makes soap. So you're thinking soap. It's an everyday product. We use it. Big deal. Uh, I can't even remember the name brand of the soap that I use. And, you know, people are like that. A lot of people are just using just whatever's off the shelf at the grocery store. But the problem is uh, a lot of these soaps contain a lot of detergents and chemicals that really are not good for our skin, really dry out the skin and uh, really are not good for the environment. And so the founders of Dr. Squatch, I mean, these guys identified a need to uh, for soaps that have all-natural ingredients. I mean, just because you've got all-natural ingredients doesn't mean it can't smell great. And uh, this stuff, it smells great. In fact, AJ, the uh, co-founder, he put a package in the mail and sent to me and i tell you this stuff is really cool really great packaging the soap smell incredible but uh, he's going to be sharing today their startup success story and four years later they've been growing 200 percent every year and uh, haven't received a dollar of outside capital from anyone and so these guys have completely bootstrapped this business and uh, it's going to be a great story. I'm really happy to have him on today. AJ, thanks for joining me. Absolutely, Jonathan. Thrilled to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I tell you, man, it's um, I was looking, been looking at the website. We were just talking before the show. You're you're an out, outdoors uh, kind of person. And, and um, I myself, I love to get out, hit the trail. Man, I just love getting out there. And you guys, it looks like you guys have found a niche with a lot of guys that really don't like these, uh, you know, soaps that have the fragrances, the uh, overly scented stuff. But you guys found kind of a niche for that group of people that, uh, you know, really want to stay clean, but they don't like the extra stuff. And they want, uh, I guess, more of an all natural approach when it comes to these type of products. Absolutely. We're seeing a huge uh, trend upward and just guys starting to care about what they put on their bodies. I think maybe in a lot of ways we're we're beat by the females (laughs) as they cared first. But uh, 
now it's it's not even just kind of trendy or hipster to to care it's actually you know it just means you actually care about your Absolutely. body and your health so yeah it's, what it's cool. i mean there's a growing uh i think there's just a growing concern about what we what we do it not only in jest but what we put on ourselves because i mean we keep reading mm-hmm. it every you know all the time you know all of the crap that we either ingest or seeps through our skin you know that's in the chemicals and stuff that are in all these products that we have you know so there isn't there is a growing need for products like yours i was just brushing myself my teeth this morning brush myself brush my teeth this morning and uh my wife picks up she we've got a new toothpaste called earth paste <laughs> it's not the greatest tasting stuff but it, you know it's completely all natural comes out of the garage you know comes from all natural ingredients but mm-hmm. you're seeing more of that trend and I, I really feel like you guys have really tapped into something here let's talk about First of all, before we get into some of the stuff that you guys do, some of the marking you guys did, let's talk about the background. When did this start? I know you guys have been around for four years now. How did this all come about with your partner? And maybe you can share the story of that. Um, but take us back to the early beginnings and, and we'll go from there. So, yeah, the company was uh, founded by uh, Jack Haldrip, who is a childhood friend of mine. We grew up together. We were on swim teams since we were five, six years old and, and kind of ran in the same circles all through high school, causing trouble and playing sports. And, Uh-oh. um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And all the way through college, even we both went to Indiana university and, and kept in touch, but, um, we kind of did our own thing post-college. I was, um, as you alluded to guiding and out and doing backcountry. uh, man, that's great. Uh, yeah. Back ski, uh, backcountry ski guiding and, uh, all kinds of mountain biking, hiking, guiding. And then, also just working in recreational sport um, out here in Colorado. And and Jack was doing his own thing, consulting and kind of working for corporate America, but um, traveling all over. And and we both sort of came to this realization that, wow, we, we should start caring about what we're putting on our bodies right. as well as in our bodies. And uh, so we kind of found that in our own way. Um, but Jack was experimenting in his Chicago apartment with some homemade natural soap recipes and came across a few that he liked and, and, you know, kind of looked at the market like, huh, this is uh, (laughs) a, there's not really a lot of natural soap specifically for men, you know, there's natural soap for um, maybe ambiguous and who it's for, what gender, but they're all kind of florally um, smelling and it's all fit there. So he kind of launched the business then that was four years ago. Um, and six months later, we're all hanging out at Christmas back in Indianapolis where we grew up. And he brought the line and I smelled them, fell in love, got in the shower with them, tried them, fell even further in love. I'm yeah. like, I want to come on as a partner. So we did. We came on as partners then. And uh, it's been a wild ride since. It's, Man, I can imagine. <laughs> uh, plenty of having other jobs and kind of just side hustle. But right. you've grown it now and we're really blessed to have a an awesome business with great customers. So what's the, uh, I'm just curious, what's the soap really smell like? We're all, uh, we're, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm just wondering what that, cause you're going to send me a sample, right? Oh yeah. I'll send you <laughs> a big old box of soap. Don't worry. Um, does this, does this smell like the outdoors? <laughs> yeah. I mean, in, in all truth, I mean, we really do, uh, get inspired by yeah. the outdoors and, yeah. and try to like put that into our bars right? and give, give guys that experience even if it's just for you know 10 minutes in the shower in the morning mm-hmm. of like all right this is natural i mean i can totally you know accept this experience and, and just love it and, and look forward to the shower so 
we, uh, you know, it, it's kind of cheesy, but we do even go out even on hikes just to get inspired. Sure. Actually, our, our most um, recent scent that we came out with, it's called Nautical Sage. It's um, sort of inspired by uh, a stint we had up in the Pacific Northwest. Right. And it's got, um, you know, cypress oil and in some coastal, which is like a coastal tree out there. It's got lavender, which just grows wild in Washington in some places. And uh, sage, clary sage, which is another awesome ingredient. Um, so yeah, I mean, we try to we try to give capture the outdoors in a in a bar and, and give it to folks. So so far, you guys have sold how many units have you sold? Because you guys have been featured with partners like Men's Journal, Men's Health, Esquire, Birchbox. So you guys have kind of built a following through that. So I mean, you guys, I mean, even though you've only been around four years, you guys have been selling a lot of this stuff already. Yeah, we have. We've definitely experienced some tremendous growth and sold, yeah, hundreds of thousands of these bars over the years. So, so what? I'm just curious what the for anybody that's ever that's never been down this road when it comes to taking an idea, you know, going from an idea to product development to, I guess, you know, testing out different. I'm sure there was some, you know, testing out some different smells or something, or maybe it was like nailed it on the first time, but what's, what's typically the process? Like, I mean, going from, okay, I got this idea. I really want to put this into practice. So where do you go from there? You got to, I, obviously you got to find people that will, uh, kind of help produce this. You've got to, you know, you've got to, you got to have the logistics in place as far as getting, you know, getting it from an idea to, you know, mm -hmm. developing the brand, developing the, the product, so that it, it does meet those specs that you want. Mm -hmm. um, maybe can you spend just a couple of minutes maybe walking us through that, what that process is like and how long did that take to get it from idea to um, to actual physical product in hand that you're like, dang, man, this is really cool. There's a couple of different practices, if you will, that we've adhered to since the beginning mm -hmm. that really helped us to grow and focus on areas of the business that uh, – Jack and I need to focus on, right. which is, you know, and coming up with new products, uh, building the brand and growing the business basically. Right. So, um, so from the very early stages, we, we, we practiced sort of a lean startup philosophy yep. I and mean, we, we didn't really always have maybe the best, uh, systems or whatever in place, but you know, it, it's launch and then, you know, make the adjustments as you go. So, um, I think doing that, uh, kind of setting up also uh, systems that are scalable and right. uh, and not so like from for example from from the early days we we never really shipped the products out of our home right we've kind of always had a fulfillment center and we just build that into our you know our our price yep. so what that does is allows us to to be better business owners and not have to like spend four hours of our eight hour day packaging. And I just, and I see so many business owners who, you know, they love it, but they, they're doing that. And I'm like, ah, oh, you could spend that yeah. time so much better. Um, they're spending, they're spending it in working in the business, doing a, doing a, uh, you know, a, a $12 an hour, $10 an hour job mm -hmm. when they should be doing like the important stuff of, you know, managing or, or running their business as a whole. Absolutely. Yeah. So, 
So you guys were drop. So initially you were drop shipping directly from the company that was your, that was, I guess that was the manufacturer. You were having it sent directly from them or. Yep. That's correct. So you get an, basically get an order in through the website and you just, you know, put that in and have them sent off. Was a, was there a limited or was, I, I guess there was there a limited amount that you had to order at one time or how, how did you initially, were you shipping these out? Was it like a membership setup? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, it wasn't dictated by our, um, it's, it's called it, we call it the soap scription It's a subscription service that we've had from day one as well. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and how this helped us to really retain a lot of customers. Yep. Basically, you sign up, you get one, two, or three bars delivered to your door uh, on repeat every month or quarterly. And um, it's just, it's been amazing because, you know, we do have that, a product that is that good and that guys want to keep getting. And, and it's nice because it sort of serves that pain point of guys having to, you know, haul over to the store or forget to pick up some soap or or even better yet, you know, not use some of the harmful soaps that the stores do have. Sure. So I think from from the early days, one of the biggest ways that we grew um, at the start of the business uh, was we did samplings. So we worked with some different box companies. One's called Birchbox, another's called Bespoke. Yeah. Uh, okay, you've heard of them. Yeah, they're, yep. they're really great companies. Yep. And that was a huge way for us to sort of come onto the scene and become established um, because we were able to, to sample to their uh, customers and, and had a lot of crossover there with, with them coming over to us. So I think that was a huge way for us to grow in the start. Um, but again, just being profitable and, and ensuring that we're, you know, we're reinvesting into to advertising. And I mean, we didn't even take a salary for two and a half years because you know, we were just working other jobs and just trying to grow this thing and reinvest in it and grow it. And, um, so I think basically our salary was, you know, the advertising dollars. You pretty much have to, everything has to go back into the business that first, those first couple of years. So, I mean, are you guys do What do you got? Are you guys doing things on the side while you're running your business to kind of generate money or is this, I mean, how are you, how are you kind of funding everything yourself? Cause I know you didn't take a lot of outside you you didn't take any outside investors. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. I mean, we had some, we both had some personal savings that we invested in it, but, um, I mean, yeah, Jack was, we were living together and working weird jobs. He was a, uh, just like a remote IT consultant and I was sea kayak guiding and running over the library after tours and <laughs> helping out, you know, wholesale clients. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was a couple of years of that, but we've, uh, it's been almost two years now where we've been doing nothing but squatch and I think, you know, sort of our early hard work pay starting to pay off and it's that's fantastic so i assume now it sounds like you guys are doing a lot of fulfillment yourself now you guys shipping that out or are you guys still using a third party or how's that how's that work right now yeah we still have a third party fulfillment center okay uh, based in cincinnati ohio i got you and yeah they're great very cool very cool. Well, that I mean that that frees up your time, and uh, obviously you're not having initially you're not having to spend a lot of that income on employees and warehouse costs and all of this stuff. So I know that that helps early on. That frees up a lot of your 
dollars to spend to for uh, better things like marketing, which that and that's always limited too when you're starting out. I'm curious, what are some things early on because you had to get the word out, and this isn't you know this is not a product that you advertise on. Uh, television. This is not a product you advertise mass media because this is a niche product. I mean, it's obviously you're going after a particular group of people that guys that like the outdoors guys that generally, or a lot of guys that have beards don't shave. And uh, there's a certain appeal to that. So how did you get in front of the target market that you were looking to get in front of, uh, you know, guys that were interested in this, these type of products? Yeah. I mean, as you, well, no, Jonathan, there's a lot of avenues to take in online and digital marketing world right now. So we, our philosophy is to sort of try them out and uh, track, track, track the, the data and see which ones are effective and, uh, and then optimize on those. Yep. So we, we kind of spread out our efforts. Uh, we, we do, um, you know, promoted uh, content pieces with uh, sites we do, you know, we always have different uh, PR initiatives we're working on uh, for new products or mm-hmm. just ongoing PR, uh, like how we found you. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, we've, we do AdWords, we do blogs and social newsletter content. Um, but our biggest uh, way we've advertised is Facebook. Oh yeah, so, I can. So. I'll bet that's that's huge. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we've just found them to be the best to to do what I was referring to, tracking the the data and seeing, um, you know, what the CPA is and being able to just drive that that CPA and, and use that against other um, advertising initiatives inside and outside of Facebook. So um, it's really helped us to to narrow that down, though. Um, because I do such a good job yeah. with that. Can you give us kind of a general, I mean, a lot of people are try, who try Facebook ads, and I really think it. you have to evaluate Facebook ads based on, you know, your product and your market out there. I think what you guys do is a perfect, perfect for Facebook ads because it's a consumer product that, uh, you know, people buy over and over and over. So once, you know, it makes sense once you get them in, typically a a large percentage of those people that love the product, they're going to stay, you know, they're going to stay, they're going to keep buying, you know, because they love Mm -hmm. it and they're going to stay on board. Uh, You know, so I guess for the, what you're getting for your investment with Facebook dollars, you're getting, you must be getting a pretty good return on your investment. Uh, what on average, what would you say is, hey, did you guys start out spending and what are you guys doing right now in terms of, in terms of advertising? Yeah. So, well, first of all, this is Jack's area, so I'll try to speak on it as best I can, but he's right. really the total expert here. Um, but yeah, I mean, Jack was sort of figuring this out, uh, as we, as we moved through the business, um, past couple of years and, and actually recently we've been able to hire out a, a media group to help us which has been awesome right but the process is is pretty simple right it's you just test and you, and you analyze how the ads do and then you optimize yep um so like we're figuring out more and more how to do this effectively so now we have you know both remarketing ads mm-hmm. and then new prospecting ads yep and then of course just narrowing down your your target audience is amazing, or the messages that you're trying to right. Um, so that's taken a lot of just like 
hey, like tests. So like we, we have this awesome thing now where we we're polling customers all the time on our website. And, uh, you know, we asked them like, why do you love our product? Cause that's what we want to be advertising. Mm-hmm. Cause that's, what's going to give us the best lifetime value on our customer. Right. So, um, you know, we found out that they love the skin benefits it has, uh, the natural ingredients, the scent. So uh, now when you say remarketing, a lot of people may not quite understand that because they think, okay, what is that? Because you hear about retargeting, remarketing, uh, and that's basically basically where somebody find somebody you know finds you. Say for instance, on your website, comes across you on your website, then they go to Facebook, and then Facebook is able, like probably because I have your website up right now. Probably if I go to Facebook here shortly, I'm going to see an ad for uh, Doctor Squatch. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's pretty much how. Uh, when we're talking about remarketing, is that what we're uh, generally referring to? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think a lot of it is an even better customer is a, a cart that's abandoned. And if we can get in contact with them, sure, because like, they were so close. I mean, that's, that's and then cool. something happened like right at the last minute, <laughs> right? <There's laughs> like, a kid crying. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's a kid crying. <laughs> Maybe the phone shoulder. rings. I don't know. Yeah. So you get distracted. Uh, but yeah, sometimes they forget to come back and they, they forget and, uh, or they pull up another browser and it gets lost and all these, you know, you got a million browsers up on your screen and you forget about it. So that's a good, that's good. So you retarget people like that, that have been to the site and yeah, have gotten close. Purchases. Yeah. Is there an option to just buy and then an option to become like, uh, basically a, a monthly membership. Obviously, I'm sure you have a monthly membership. How do you have that structured? Is there certain levels of membership for uh, that people can become a part of? And then can people just get on there and say, you know what, I just need, all, all I need is some aftershave and a bar, you know, a few bars of soap. I, that's all I want right now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we cater to both. Okay. Whatever you want to do, we'll, we'll, we'll help you out. We, uh, you know, we have one-time purchases real mm-hmm. easy. You can always just check out with whatever item. The soap subscription is is awesome, though, because A, we give folks free shipping on it. Mm-hmm. B, you get 15% off of uh, your soap. That's so cool. And, and then C, you can also have free shipping on any one-time purchases as well if you're yeah. a subscriber. So we're trying to really incentivize the subscription be- because that's our that's our core customers, right? Those are our diehards, and we want to we cater to them, treat them well. And, uh, you know, they're the ones that are going to stick around in the future. Hopefully, I like so. that subscription, man. Do you guys, is that, is that a, is that trademark by you guys? <laughs> no, uh, possibly pending. <laughs> no, I love that, man. That's pretty cool. Tell me about some of the products. Cause you got, I mean, it's, 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 it's more than just soap right now. You know, you have, uh, you have the soaps, but you also have colognes and shaving products as well. Right. Yeah. That's been, uh, fun uh new hobby to put it lightly <laughs> for me when i say shaving products that's just the uh is it just shaving shaving creams and uh shaving lotions yeah so we we currently have our nine different bar soap scents we have two different scents of our organic cologne mm-hmm. uh, driftwood and hemlock trail which are awesome they're made with uh really cool essential oils sandalwood uh myrrh frankincense oak moss, some really cool oils. Mm-hmm. We also have our shave bar. So that's just like a shave puck in a tin. Uh, that's, that's a new product that came out last year and that's got uh, 
bentonite clay in it. It has castor uh, oil in it. It has uh, coconut oil, hemp oil, shea butter. So it's super soothing for the skin. Uh, we also have a, a brush and a mug, Dr. Squatch copper kind of Moscow mule yeah. looking mug that you can uh, Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It's That's pretty cool. So after you, uh, if you're out on the trail, you can drink some of your, uh, you can drink a cup of coffee. And then when you're done, yeah. you wipe that bad boy out and put a little, yeah. uh, <laughs> put a little cream in there. <laughs> Don't worry. It's all natural. You can rinse it in the creek, you know. Bingo, man. <laughs> I love that. That's so cool. So, so this is, and this is also part of the, like a continuity type plan as well. People can get on with like, uh, with the soap, but also the shaving products on a monthly basis. Yeah, right now it's just set up where you can just add them to your order. Okay. Um, but we're definitely, we've got another big project that I've been working on for a while now. Uh, a new, uh, all new natural shampoo and conditioner. It's just been a really fun and challenging project. Uh, it's, there's virtually no, hardly any natural men's conditioners and shampoos on the market right now. So, um, it's going to be pretty, pretty awesome. We're excited, but we'll definitely have an option for that to add on possibly every other, you know, every other shipment Mm -hmm. could be an option as well. So now I'm curious, do you guys have like a community, um, like a Facebook community or is there like a, you know, I'm sure you guys have obviously a following on Twitter, but has that been part of the process of building like a community of guy of people that really obviously are fans of the products, but tend to associate with similar groups? I mean, obviously birds of a feather flock together, you know, people that are uh like to get out on the trail or like to do outdoor stuff, you know, guys. Um, you know, they tend to they tend to roam in groups, man. So I mean, this is I'm sure that's part of it is building that uh building that tribe. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean We've decided from day one, like, you know, we want to be a, a lifestyle brand that people want to, you know, tell their friends about and sure. check in with and yep. not just, so, I mean, our, Insta- our Instagram is a huge, uh, close knit following and it's, it's it not huge, I shouldn't say, but close knit yeah, <laughs> right. compared to some of these folks who are out there. But, um, we also have an awesome brand ambassador program that, that I put together with a group of 10 or 12 folks that are just total, you know, core fighters for our, our cause and for our products. And they're, they're amazing. They've really helped spread our brand all across the nation and internationally even. And, you know, it's, it's gotta be an important part of, um, you know, it's one thing to have a good product, but it has to be something that people believe in and, right. And want to tell their friends about as well. And we understand that. And, it's a fun part of our job for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And also just working, like you said, um, you know, it's a tight, tight knit group of folks in the outdoor industry. And, and we sort of love to incorporate that in our brand, but we've gotten to work with a lot of really cool companies, um, here in Colorado and nationally that, um, we've been able to cross promote with. It's one of my favorite parts of my job is just working with other small, um, or emerging businesses and, sure and just cross promoting and, and helping them out and swapping products and, and trying out what they've got. You guys ever envision getting into some place like, uh, uh, you know, REI or. <laughs> oh, many a time I've walked through there and dreamt, 
just need that connection. Whoever someone's <laughs> CEO of REI is out there listening, email me, AJ at drsquatch.com. Oh, absolutely, man. No, we, we're actually definitely focusing more on wholesale growth yeah, this yeah, year. So right. we're looking for some key partnerships. I'm actually putting together today some packages to send out to some prospects. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's fun. You know, it's definitely a different kind of side of the business that we haven't because we're 98% direct to consumer now. Right. You know, so we're, which is great in a lot of ways. Oh, but. yeah. You know, it's so easy. I mean, I shouldn't say easy, but it's so this day and age we live in where you've got so, you know, you got social media at your hand when you've got, you know, Facebook groups and you got LinkedIn, you can build a, you know, build a tribe through LinkedIn, people following you and connecting with other influencers out there. It's really, it really does help to be able to get the word out, uh, you know, from a digital platform to your, you know, to your, uh, to the end consumer. I mean, using Facebook, I know Facebook's a big, big part of that, as you mentioned earlier, but just there's so many ways to connect with people today. Um, you mentioned Instagram, uh, you know, then you got Snapchat, which I don't even know if you guys are using that, but that, I mean, so much is available today for a company and a brand like yours to be able to tap into and uh, touch the heart of the, the, you know, the end consumer. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's fun. There's more and more ways even still evolving to, to reach your customers and I don't know if you've fiddled around with Periscope at all, but uh, it's kind of an interesting little concept. Yep. But we we just got a Sasquatch costume delivered here, so <laughs> that's sweet. And my brother kind of looks like Sasquatch, so we're gonna make him. We're talking about doing maybe some Periscope fireside chats with Sasquatch. Oh man, that's Dr. pretty Squatch. cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give him a pipe and a. Yeah, I love that Sasquatch. logo. That's that's a cool. Lo- who did the uh, who got who did you guys employ to do the logo and everything like that? Was that <laughs> Well, it was actually uh, Jack's little sister. That are you serious, <laughs> man? I love that. Seventeen at the time, or something like that. And she uh-huh. was just doodling, and it's like it's perfect. It's amazing. Oh man, that is so cool. That's the first thing that drew my attention when I saw. It. I was like, Doctor Squatch, man. And I looked at him like, oh man, that's that's pretty. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, uh, yeah that's pretty cool. So. What is, um, I mean, as far as, you know, distinguishing your, you know, your brand from so much out there, I mean, people think soap, soap, again, we just mentioned obviously getting in, you know, one of the big ways you separate is to build tribes around your target market. Um, what are some, I mean, can you maybe go through maybe a few other things in terms of just building that message out there, how we're different than every, you know, every other soap that you can think of. Obviously you mentioned, you know, all natural ingredients and some of the stuff you mentioned, uh, that's in your soap. I mean, everything that you just mentioned earlier, I don't, you know, I don't hear one chemical product in that. I mean, that's pretty unique. So again, you, you're going through just to kind of summarize, you're going, you're using a lot of PR, you're using Facebook ads, you're building communities around, around your brand to kind of separate yourself from everyone else, kind of saying, you know, we're not like every everything else out there. Yeah, absolutely. And just trying to leverage our advertising dollars to reach uh, reach potential audiences. Yeah. And, and coordinating efforts with folks that are in some way, you know, could reach the, those folks and right. are aligned and um, not kind of just 
throwing a line out there, but with Men's Journal and Men's Health and and Esquire, how does you know how did that work? Are, do you got are you guys you mentioned on your website being partners with them to kind of build that? Was that kind of just advertising through them or interviews through them or uh, through those publications? Yeah, those were actually just unpaid editorials where they featured us man that's that's that's, that's yeah. nice <laughs> yeah it's like the best and it's funny you know working with those guys you, you email them and then they email you back like six weeks later and then i follow <laughs> up like nine times and then they email me back and it's like and you, you never really know even how you landed this this little piece but you, right you know, you're super you're excited and someone right. someone noticed and is it like yeah. a like one of these small pieces where they you know they write up a lot of the new products out there or things for such? But mm -hmm. still, I mean, just getting a blurb like that to a publication like that that goes out, you know, I don't know how many subs, you know, thousands of subs subscribers they have, but that's got to be that's got to be huge. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a lot of fun. You know, I'm yeah. I'm always excited to run to the store and pick up the magazine, and it's it's a good feeling. Absolutely. Sure. Now, what's this squatch quiz you got on your website? <laughs> Is that, uh, do I need to take this before I uh, put it in an order? <laughs> yeah, you probably do. <laughs> but I got a feeling you're going to be a pine tar guy. <laughs> but yeah, it's just a fun way for us to kind of. What is this kind of determine what scent you're? What, suited yeah, you're suited for. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kind of a fun way to do it. Awesome. Too. Any lessons that you maybe you could share with uh, listeners along the way? So, you know, anybody that's um, getting ready to launch and and. You know anybody that doesn't have the benefit of being on Shark Tank or <laughs> getting the uh, getting the PR from that? Somebody that wants to do something similar to what you guys are doing. What are some? Maybe you can throw out maybe a lesson or two of what not to do that you guys made the mistake early on. And it's like, man, if we had to do this all over again, probably wouldn't go down that route. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, first, you don't have to go on Shark Tank to make it. <laughs> you can do it on your own. Um, no, I mean, start start small. Uh, you know, reinvest. Uh, don't try to wear every hat. Um, build a, a reasonable price point for your right. your uh, product, and one that's not trying to beat out all of the competition, but one that's fair for what you're offering. Sure. And uh, and don't just try to beat yourself up on price because I see a lot of folks doing that as well, and it's 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 kind of sad because there's folks out there that they want to support a, a good product and they want to support a good company behind it with yeah. the brand they believe in. So, and they're willing to pay, I think a little extra for that more and more these days, which I think is awesome. You know, you bring, so, that's a good point. I want to, I want to, I want to focus on that for just a second because I, I know there, there, there can be, there could be a tendency from somebody doing something similar to price your product so low that, because it's like, you know, but you're, I mean, you feel like you're not competing with, you're not competing with soap. You're competing with a product out there that's unique, that's different. And you want, if you want something that's all natural and you want to take, you know, if you're really care about the environment or you care about yourself, you can't think of this in terms of just a bar of soap. You got to think in terms of getting something that's good for you. You know, if that's something that uh, is very important to you. So you're not, I don't feel like you're competing on the same plane when it comes to that. And I think that so often people fall into that trap of, uh, you know, I, I can't price it too high. Well, you don't know. So you never know. You've definitely got to test the market out there because you don't want to be, you don't want to price it just like a commodity. 
Yeah. And I think just focusing on growing your business is another thing I would encourage people to do instead of, uh, you know, more menial tasks. Yeah. There's, there's a real easy trap to fall into of constantly putting out fires and running yeah. down rabbit holes. And, right. uh, it's, it's really important as Jack and I mature in our business years <laughs> at a, a young four to focus on what our goals are uh, quarterly, yearly, and, and stay aligned and stay focused on, on growing the business and, uh, and having processes right. uh, set in place along the way. So sure. we can hand these things off. You guys have, uh, you guys, you mentioned something about doing some, um, Periscope. Are, do you guys do a lot of videos? I mean, YouTube stuff. Cause I, I'm, I'm thinking of the, uh, the guys over at dollar shave club that I think that was yeah. one thing that basically blew their sales up over just over like a weekend from what I read is that, you know, they had that one video that went viral through YouTube and Facebook, you know, and this was what, four or five years back when they first kind of launched and. I forgot. I was reading the article. I forgot how many, you know, a uh, thousand of, you know, thousand subscriptions they got over the weekend from that, from that video launch. I thought, man, that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, it sounds like something that, uh, looking at your brand and, and looking at obviously the brand and, and the, uh, you say the, uh, you talk about the, um, the uh, Sasquatch suit. That's, I can envision a really cool video that could, that could go viral. <laughs> Shoot some ideas my way and see if we can put something together for you. Now, yeah. you know, the, the, the nice thing about these guys, I, I, from what I read, he was able to get by the company that did the video for him. I think only charged him like six grand, which I think that's, um, that was a steal. Yeah. That was a big time steal. I, you'd be hard pressed to find, a company like that, but I know yeah. there's, there's some cool stuff that you guys ha obviously have a lot of cool stuff to work with. Yeah, we do. We have an, a really kind of fun and engaging brand that we're, we're going to definitely keep trying to utilize and engage our customers with more and more. Right. So, well, AJ, this has been a lot of fun, man, having you on sharing about the company, I guess the best pay place that people can find, we'll share some of your uh, links to some of the, uh, uh, not only your website, but some of the, you know, your Twitter and, y'all's Facebook page, but I guess the best place to find out more and to get signed up or find learn more about some of the products you guys have is go to, uh, it's drsquatch.com. Yep. Man, I just love that logo. That's, that's really <laughs> cool. That's hard to believe, man. Your, uh, your, your partner's sister did that. That's amazing. Man. Yeah. We very talented. We might have to start paying her some royalties at some point for that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, very cool, man. Hey, I'm looking forward to getting this out. And uh, if you would share it, you know, share it on your channels. We'll be sharing it on our media channels. Hopefully build some awareness to uh, Dr. Squatch and your products, man. I'm looking forward to trying it. I definitely will try it, man. I'll, I'll take a bar out on the trail and uh, we'll definitely uh, try it. And I'll shoot a video with that stuff, man, and shoot it to Heck you. Yeah. Heck yeah. That would be awesome, Jonathan. Absolutely. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate yeah. the uh, opportunity to chat with you and share our story. It was a lot of fun. Enjoyed it. Oh man, I, I love it too. It's been a pleasure. Uh, always love talking to, to guys like yourself out there doing it, man, making things happen and, uh, and building stuff that people can use and, and, uh, you're doing good stuff there and I appreciate it. Look forward to, uh, to getting, uh, my sample in the mail and taking a, taking a look at it and, um, and staying in touch, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks so much, brother. Hey, you Talk bet, you man. Soon.